The Film Freak Show with Leo Quinones is powered by Krikorian Premier Theaters, where movie going is always a premier event. Krikorian Theaters, the preferred theater of The Film Freak Show. America's longest-running movie talk show. We are glad that you are here. My name is Leo Canunas, and it is such a blast coming in here, giving you the movie news that you need. We are broadcasting live, coast-to-coast, on the CRN Digital Talk Radio Network. Yes, in HD. Also, podcasts heard on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, Spotify. So there you go. And thank you so much to our friends at entertainmentearth.com. When you go there, it's like shopping at the greatest department store ever, only it's online. And you're going to get 10% off your purchase if you use the promo code film freak it's my way of saying thank you for being here all right thank you also one time to rock and brews yes rock and brews i like the one in redondo actually take that back i I love redondo but el segundo that's my spot it's close to home it's really cool And I've grown attached (laughs) to their, I think it's called the Maui Wowie Pizza, spicy pizza. And you know what? It's got like spicy jalapenos. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, it has pineapples on it. And I think it's fantastic for a pizza. I don't care what you say. I love the Maui Wowie pizza. Producer. Extraordinaire. I'm asking you straight up. Pineapples on pizza? Uh, I I do like pineapple on pizza in certain scenarios. And like you said, I think it's only really palatable to me if it is spicy. Okay. Well, there you go. So anyways, let's get into it. At the box office right now, Top Gun Maverick is going way past Mach 10 and is pretty much unstoppable right now. It is the major story in movies and we're going to touch on it a bit 
it's made $450 million worldwide already. And it's going to make another at least, at least $85 million on the second weekend. That is an incredible feat. And Mike, Gary, would you like to share anything? So yeah, they got fourteen of my dollars on Friday. So so okay. So you go Friday. I did. Um, was it a early show, late show? What? what Ten fifty a.m. Leo. That's how committed I was. Ten fifty a.m. And it was probably probably empty. Yeah, there's about six people in the theater. Okay. Um, this was I saw this at the Regency uh, down in Alhambra. Do they have like a, an Atmos presentation or an IMAX presentation? It was an Atmos presentation. It wasn't IMAX because that was until uh, mm-hmm. twelve fifty, and I wasn't waiting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I did see it, and I loved it. I loved it. And you know, I, I'm kind of a military guy. Like I know a lot about that kind of stuff. And so there's, you know, I had my critical eye on a little bit. You know, there's some stuff that was kind of unbelievable, like you know, the mission itself and well, some of the equipment used. But didn't well, care. Didn't care. Didn't care. I was like, wait a minute. I don't even care. My favorite part, Leo, you know what's... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's go back. Let's let's break this down part by part. Okay. Now, the military part, I like the military part as well. Are you talking about the vagueness of the enemy? Oh, I mean, the the enemy was... If you read between the lines, you know who the enemy is. Um, Russians. No. Iranians. 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 Because the Iranians are the only Air Force that we sold F-14s to that they still have. Ah. No spoiler. Sorry about the spoiler. I'm not, that was ambiguous. So Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, in the very beginning when they're like, oh, well, we can't use F-35s because of a, a reason they said. And I'm like, well, that's not necessarily true. But either way, the very first... You know what I loved, Leo? What? I loved when the movie started after I sat through like 25 minutes of previews. Wait a minute. Let's, let's tell the audience about your first Top Gun experience. You really, really enjoyed it. The, well, Top Gun 1, the first one, is the very first movie I ever saw in the theater. Right. It was really like kind of important. You know, it was the very first time my dad and I kind of bonded over something. We're like, this is cool. Um, but it, you, you mentioned you got emotional several times. I did as well. Yeah. Uh, I got emotional at the very beginning when Tom Cruise comes out, even before the movie starts. Uh-huh. He was just like him sitting in a chair being like, hey, thanks so much for watching the movie. We were part of this. Really appreciate you guys seeing in the theater. And I'm like, God bless you, Tom Cruise. Yeah. That is awesome. And then, you know, they have the Dark Star. Which, you know what? He goes, we made this for you. Yeah. Just there's this earnestness behind Class. it. Everything that he touches in this movie was a standing 10. Yeah. And you've seen the clips and he just comes off so polished so he, he's just the, the interactions with all these fans and he just it is just really great to watch yeah it was almost like because this is the first movie I've seen post-COVID and in the theater that is and it was kind of like him being like it's okay to like movies it's okay to be here mm-hmm. and it, things are going to be okay and just yeah. seeing that first the Dark Star and seeing in the accuracy of seeing the Skunk Works logo on it mm-hmm. gave me chills got me choked up and then just one scene after another, it was just great. Yeah, I mean, how much do you love Penny Benjamin? Oh my goodness, aged like fine wine. 
like fine wine and just that and and they didn't make it yeah okay folks like the first you know it's like an awkward experience is when you're like six years old with your dad watching the first top gun in the theater and watching the kelly mcgillis tom cruise love scene a little bit uncomfortable Uh the way they handled that that relationship with uh the beautiful jennifer connelly and tom cruise and maverick was just really well done i just love the daughter in it too it was it was just great you know they just met and they were just this time they were just different people you know it wasn't top gun maverick pete mitchell like in the first movie doing the flyby with the daughter and then when he says i'll never leave your window again which is such a great turn on that line so many women have said that you know and then i just love that and and the ice man the ice man wow yeah, that was, and just, oh man, that was, <laughs> I'm getting a little weepy right now thinking about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure, of course. And just, you could see the love that not only the characters had for each other in the movie, but that Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise had for each other. It was just, it was great. Yeah, and the ending of that scene was really, really just touching. You know, they're just, we're not going to give away dialogue, but it was just the Iceman Maverick scene was just worth the price of admission. And I'm so happy for Tom Cruise. And you know what? Just good for him. Good for the movies. And uh, that was definitely the movie of the year. What do you think? It's the best movie I've seen so far. I mean, I'm sure there's better, like, art. Like, cinema (laughs) has art out there. But there's... (laughs) Art! There's better... I'm sure there's better films out there. But that's the best movie I've seen all year. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways... um, Let's just say that it's going to make a lot of money. And if you haven't seen it, do go see it. And my favorite thing about Top Gun Maverick was when he was in the bar and his credit card was declined. That is just amazing. We're getting into spoilers, but it's been out for a while now. He was just amazing. So anyways, wow, Top Gun Maverick. Amazing. Well, you know what? This is Forrest Gump's favorite radio show, the Film Freak Movie Talk Show, and we're going to be right back with Adam Sandler. Here's a spectacular limited edition Entertainment Earth exclusive. Check this out. A Buzz Lightyear Star Command mini backpack with free shipping. Perfect for intergalactic space travel or just looking good in the neighborhood. But first, you've got to know friends with the Film Freak Movie Talk Show for over 20 years. EntertainmentEarth.com, the online destination for Pixar, Toy Story collectors. This mini backpack has everything. It's jet black with cool designs and a sweet Buzz Lightyear pendant zipper. Plus, you'll get free shipping with the promo code SUNFREE22 and take an extra 10% off your order right now by using the promo code FILMFREE. That's 10% off every order at entertainmentearth.com. One more time, the Buzz Lightyear mini backpack. Free shipping with promo code SUNFREE22. Plus, take 10% off with the promo code FILMFREE exclusively through Entertainment Earth. Leo Quinones is the Film Freak. Well, I have a microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! (laughs) 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 Who remembers that movie? The Wedding Singer. One of the greats. 
What do I remember about the wedding singer? I remember that Boy George impersonator that he had in his band. It was just funny. Or, or um, the wedding scene with Steve... What's his name? Steve... With the wild teeth. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Thank you very much, Mike. Producer Mike. Um, what he said, hey, Dad, I'm sorry. You know, I screwed up. <laughs> Just the most uncomfortable wedding speech ever. Anyways, Adam Sandler's back in the movies. Let's see. June 3rd, that was the release for his new movie called Hustle. Now, it's in select theaters in select cities and they do that for Oscar consideration they have to release it in a theater so they're just doing that as a polite thank you so anyways I believe it'll be playing I'm not sure at the Egyptian theater because I believe Netflix owns that theater but June 8th is the official release date and uh I went to the premiere, and what I'm seeing with Adam Sandler, you know, I love Happy Gilmore, Bobby Boucher, The Water Boy. I mean, I love, I can watch The Water Boy any day of the week. Kathy Bakes, Henry Winkler, just amazing. But in Adam Sandler's case, he doesn't need to make movies at this point in his life. He really is a normal guy with a buttload of money. He's made so much. He's been producing Happy Madison Productions since Happy Gilmore. So, with that said, I'm noticing a maturation of Adam Sandler's content. I mean, in his last one, Family Jewels? No. Was that the name of it? I know Jules was in it. Uh, it, was, I think it, was, it was the last one. Yeah. Um, might have been Family Jewels. Maybe. I forget, I forget the name. But the character that he played was a more serious character. And much like this guy, he is a much more... It's not a joke-driven movie anymore. He's, he's done with that. He's more character-driven in his roles that he picks. And this movie, Hustle, he plays a guy who works for the Philadelphia 76ers organization, works for the team. He's a scout, and he travels the world, literally airport to airport, city to city, trying to find new talent. And then he comes across a young guy, and he just a beast of a basketball player. His character name is Bo Cruz, but really his name is Juancho Henro Gomez. And he was a star recruit that the movie is centered around. And it's about Adam Sandler and his quest to nurture this young talent. And it was a good movie with great basketball uh, you learn a lot about the game and what they do with their talent and how they handle their talent but I did not like the ending 
That's not a spoiler if I say that right. Mike, you're shaking your head. It's, no, radio. No, no, no. it's radio. No, I mean, he didn't give out any pertinent plot details. It's yeah, fine. yeah. So, with that said, what do I think you're going to like? I think you'll like it. Queen Latifah is fine as his wife, but I just didn't enjoy the ending. And you might, but I, you know, it just kind of led up to one thing and then you were given another. So, you know what? I have to think right now of my favorite Adam Sandler film. I will say this right here, right now. Number one, Happy Gilmore. It's mine too. I was just about to say, Happy Gilmore is my favorite. What is it about it? It's just the laid back comedy style. I don't know. For me, it's like the first time that he really didn't do the ah, Adam Sandler, blah, 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 like funny voice thing, which kind of get, get a little bit grating sometimes. Right, 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 right. And he just kind of played the everyman, and I just loved the Bob Barker. Yeah. Just Bob Barker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Shooter McGavin, too. Also, it comes to a point with Adam Sandler movies, they got a little crazy towards the end there, kind of like the little Nicky and stuff like that. I kind of aged out of them. And basically, he went on the producing end of it, and he's produced so many movies. So Netflix is now going to change their model because their stock is way down. Now, Netflix is putting out Hustle, the new Adam Sandler film. They paid him a buttload of money. So there's this probably $100 million. They probably paid him, you know, he produces the movie, so he gets that salary. He stars in the movie. And he gets that salary. So I find it kind of strange that Adam Sandler has worked so hard to be a big screen movie star, you know? And now he doesn't really care where he's seeing. Like Tom Cruise is all about the big screen. Here we are, Top Gun Maverick. You got to see it on the big screen. Now he's making movies for home, for home viewing, for phones, actually. So it's a strange dichotomy to watch Adam Sandler's career. What did you think of Funny People? No, I didn't like didn't that. Didn't like it? I didn't like that. And I hated the one um, the one where he worked in the toilet flushing factory. That's the Paul Thomas Anderson movie, Punch Drunk Love. Hated it. Hated it. You liked that movie, right? Well, I am kind of a sucker for Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, yeah, I, 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 that was Adam Sandler trying to be the actor, actor. And it just doesn't work. And he looks very unassuming. You know, he eats nothing but KFC, McDonald's, Pizza Hut on the road. And he, his beard is kind of scruffy. And he's not really looking like a leading man. He's just kind of a normal guy. But anyways, normal guys do like watching him. So anyways, you're going to have to watch it and, and just let me know what you think, okay? So you're listening to the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. This is Happy Gilmore's and Bobby Boucher's favorite radio show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The terrifying zombie thriller Unhuman is now available on digital and on demand. When a high school field trip goes bloody awry, the students trusted each other is tested to the limit in this brutal 
horrifying fight for survival. Buy or rent Unhuman and watch it today. Unrated from Paramount Pictures. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas is celebrated all year long. The stop animation classic was built around the love affair between Jack and Sally. But first, you've got to know friends with the Film Freak Movie Talk Show for over 20 years, EntertainmentEarth.com, the online destination for Disney showcase collectors of this stone resin statue of Jack Skellington and his love Sally. It's mint condition and it lights up. Plus, you get free shipping in USA with promo code SPRINGFREE22. And you can take an extra 10% off your order right now by using the promo code FILMFREAK. That's 10% off every order at EntertainmentEarth.com. One more time, Jack and Sally's light-up statue. Free shipping, promo code SPRINGFREE22. Plus, take 10% off by using the promo code FILMFREAK. The world's favorite blue hedgehog is back with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 starring Jim Carrey. Now available on digital. In this next level sequel, Sonic and Tails must save the world from Dr. Robotnik's evil plans. Buy Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and watch it today. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. Leo Quinones is the film freak. That's the most horrible thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Like you might think that sounded like Ron Burgundy to me. Well, yeah, it was Ron Burgundy, but it was a deleted scene. You'll only hear that here, folks. That's the most horrible thing I've ever heard. All right. Uh, so let's get back to Adam Sandler. So we're in the theater. Let me set this up. And Adam walks in. Place goes nuts. Here's what he had to say about Hustle. This is the world premiere, and it's Adam Sandler right now. And thank you, everybody at Netflix, and thank you so much. Thanks for being here tonight, yeah. guys. This is uh, an amazing thing. This movie does mean a lot to all of us. That small, incredible sport. The fact that uh, I got to make a movie with all these guys that I admire so much was a big deal to me, something I'll never forget. And we just wanted to make sure that, the, like Scott said, the movie felt real, felt, and you, you understood how hard uh, an athlete's life is, how hard they gotta work, how much time they put in, how it's non-stop, and all these guys who are in the movie, and it's just something that someone like me and most of us could never do, and it's just it's something to admire, the hard work. And, it, and the fact that I know a lot of these guys now, I love them, a lot of good people. Wancho, we became very close with Wancho, and we did a lot of scenes together. He's a better actor than me, that makes me sick. But uh, um, every one of the guys, and, and Kenny, everybody, thank you for being a part of this, giving all your time. It was a lot of time to make, to make a good movie. So much time, these guys gave us their time and worked out on the side. Like, not only were they in the movie, but they had to continue their NBA life. And um, we won't forget um, how much you did for us. But, anyways, 
That said, LeBron, thank you so much for thinking of me doing this movie. And I was honored to be a part of it. And uh, Jeremiah Zager, the director, he can't be here tonight. He's in Philly. He's a great guy. He's a big Sixer fan. And he, uh, and all, all the Sixers, thanks to the whole organization for letting us uh, be on your turf for that long. That's it. I hope you enjoy the movie. And, uh, and, uh, and Queen Latifah being married to you was exceptional. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was a hell of a premiere. And again, it is coming out on Netflix on next Wednesday, this Wednesday. So do check it out. Let's go over the top five movies of the year. Let's see what you've seen, Michael. Producer Mike, here we go. Number five, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I have not seen that. $186 million. Number four, Top Gun Maverick. In its second week, $230 million. But now it's at 243, and it's going to get a gang load. And by the way, the first director, the late, great Tony Scott, we know that he left an imprint on everyone, but a lot of people don't know this. It was his idea to put the call sign on the helmet, like the Maverick that you see, Hangman, Iceman. That was not done in the military before, and it has been done since. So, you know what? That's another way Tony Scott is remembered. Yeah, so I I love that. The number three movie, Spider-Man, No Way Home. It was released late last year, December 17th. $231 million. $1 million over Top Gun. It's going to be overtaken. The number two movie this year, The Batman. $369 million. All right? And the number one movie so far in the year 2022 is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse, earning $382 million. And you know what? Good for Doctor Strange. Good for the Batman. But if you look at the top five, Sonic, Spider-Man, Batman, Doctor Strange, Top Gun is the only non-superhero movie. So you know what? I just think that Tom Cruise just lighting it up. I mean, you got to love that. It was really cool, too, to see uh, in the theater the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning trailer before, too, the movie started. That looks really good. That was a one-two punch, wasn't it? I mean, there's a reason why Tom Cruise's movies, Mission Impossible movies, have earned $5 billion. And his overall take at the box office is $10 billion. We'll talk about more about that next week. But you know what? I've had a great time, Producer Mike. Thank you for locking in here. And do follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Film Freak Live is my handle. Film Freak Live. I love that you're here every single weekend. So do come back next time. Make sure to check out the podcast, too, for previous episodes. Absolutely. You're always welcome. All right? We're bringing it home. So whether you like horrible bosses... The Green Mile or Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Keep hanging with the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. Oh,